tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This week on the program, there's a fifth member sitting down to chat this week. It's Joe Pesci's wig. It's the super. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cavan. Eric Sisko. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, this is a comedy show where we use a movie to uh, start a rambunctious conversation uh, that, that you know what? Who knows where it's oh, going to go? Rambunctious. Rambunctious. Oh, comedy. You think I'm funny? <laughs> Do you think we're funny? I'm really excited because this is the start of the summer blockbuster extravaganza. We're talking about a superhero movie. <laughs> oh, oh Steve, 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 Steve. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. It's, it's, it's the super. The super. No, this is no. Uh, the movie where Joe Pesci's a slumlord oh. in Brooklyn. Oh, I watched oh, yeah. something. Else. This isn't the Rain Wilson movie. <laughs> oh, so. God. Oh, God. You mean that blockbuster? <laughs> <laughs> this is the super from 1991, directed by Rod Daniel, who also directed one of like the famous, like, Building blocks of We Hate Movies episodes, K9. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Also, Beethoven's second and Teen Wolf. Yes, that's Te- right. We've done Teen Wolf 2. We need mm-hmm. to do Beethoven 1. Yeah. But Beethoven, Beethoven 2 Prime. is Beethoven 2, or uh, Beethoven's second, excuse me. That's the movie where Beethoven prevents a rape from happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's okay. a real hero. We yeah. get through not all the Beethoven. Not, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> Some heroes are St. Bernard's. Mm hmm. And not all supers are heroes like this movie. By the way, written by late Simpsons creative Sam Simon. This is a real fucking stain on his legacy. You would think you would take your name off this one. Like from the so- beginning. <laughs> well, Nora Ephron already did, so somebody yeah. had to be on this right. thing. Look, somebody had to write it, guys. We're going to draw <laughs> straws. Simon, it was you. Just like give Joe Pesci $1,000 and you could say he wrote it. No one would believe that Joe Pesci wrote a movie. <laughs> I, would. I would. I would. I watched never- this movie. This movie, <laughs> yes. yeah. Uh, so I saw this for the first time last night, so I feel like I'm unqualified wow. Wow. to distill. Yeah, you should leave the room. To distill the, uh, what this movie is. So one of you three guys is going to have to take it. What is the super? So uh, Joe Pesci uh, is the he's given a building in New York uh, to be the landlord for uh, from his evil fucking father. Literally uh, evil. Uh, and he gets a bunch of uh, lawsuits against him, and it turns out he has to spend 120 days in his own building, which is just disgusting. Uh, and he has to fix it up, or he goes to jail for a year. It's a very Seinfeldian mm. sentence. It is, is yeah. Right. And I've seen this movie more than I've seen Goodfellas, probably. <laughs> wow. I am with him, actually. I this have also. This was on TV ad nauseum in the 90s. I think it might have been like HBO or something. Yeah, HBO, for sure. I saw this a ton. 
Really? A ton. Yeah. And I was living in a slum at the time. <laughs> so it reminded me very much of uh, where I was. Not a slum. It was just a shitty apartment building in the Bronx, which so some anecdotes might slip in. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I always knew what this was, but this was like one of the rare cases of me as a little youth being like, nah, that looks stupid. <laughs> yeah, you're Because good. the picture for the poster is a large African-American gentleman, a very tall guy, holding Joe Pesci up like with one arm. And Joe Pesci's like, he's got his hands out like, what do you want me to do about it? And I was like, that looks fucking stupid. I was like, put that on right now. (laughs) Stop it. Mom, mom, stop everything. Watching the super. (laughs) Super's on. I mean, even Eddie Murphy could pick him up. It's Joe Pesci. Yeah, the guy's true. the size of a pebble. Has there ever been a movie pebble. where someone <laughs> is shrugging their shoulders in the poster and it turned out to be a good movie? Because usually a shrug of the shoulder is right. like, you know, animal, you know, in the animal world, like, you know, you bare your teeth. That's an, an act of aggression. Right. In the movie world, you shrug your shoulders. It's letting everyone know, like, we tried. It didn't work out. <laughs> I'm sorry. We that's tried. ever it happened. Yeah. I'm picturing, was there ever, in my head, I don't know why, there's like, a movie poster somewhere with Ryan Reynolds doing the shrug. Yeah, yeah exactly. It just—I don't know. Was he shrugging in the poster for that waiting movie? No, I, it might have been definitely maybe. Yeah. So then there you go. Oh, I'm gonna look the at shoulder. That you know, show me some uh, shoulder shrugs on Twitter, everybody. I want to see what these <laughs> movies look like, but I think I'm right. No, definitely maybe he's got a kid on his shoulders, oh, okay. so that's not gonna work. You can't shrug those shoulders. The kid will fall off. You can't. There's a stupid kid on your back. Good way to kill your kid, though. That movie does suck, Was though. it The Proposal? Is he shrugging on that one? Oh, maybe. Let's see. In that movie, I believe <laughs> Betty White raps. Oh, oh yeah. Really? That, that's why you're going to shrug your shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? We tried to stop her. <laughs> no, that movie, that poster is Sandra Bullock's got him up against the wall, so oh. he's all, like, straight-laced. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Well, maybe I'll think of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. This movie is uh, not funny at all. No. it's So we start in, like, that I want to know how old he's supposed to be in this movie. Because are you referring to the fact that the opening shot where it's just the credits over this dull yeah. black and white New York City old-timey footage looks straight out of Godfather 2? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like Robert De Niro should be running on a fucking rooftop after the super right But it's here. also maybe the 60s, I'm thinking, just from like yeah. the, 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 the car style. I could have sworn I saw a fucking horse-drawn carriage, though. <laughs> an orange, an orange uh, <laughs> cart. Yeah, it's... And it's him and like his dad. They're like collecting rent on it. He's like, me and my dad. It's always a classic. The movie is a mess. Start with first person narration. Absolutely. That's going to go nowhere. I loved Sundays with my dad. We got in his big fucking Cadillac. But before that, he talks about the breakfast and it's like Reynolds Woodcock shit. It's like we we had pancakes, waffles, bacon. My dad made the best bacon and we would sit there and he would read the Turner Diaries to us. (laughs) Kevin, that's a great point because that line stuck out to me. I was like, your dad made the best bacon? He fucking just successfully heated up salt pork. What are you talking about? I mean, there's a difference. You know, you, you, some people like it under, some people like a little over. I like mm. a little crunchy, my friend. I've just never said that anyone versus someone else made better bacon. You're either making bacon or you're not making bacon. It all depends on how you turn off the, the stove. That's it. That's your magic trick you just did to make good bacon. You turned it off at the right time. My father ha- raised his own pigs in the basement. <laughs> we and, we, and we slaughtered them together. It was beautiful. 
He would tan them, and then he would <laughs> he'd let the, the let them cure for a couple of months. We cut that pig's throat, like we cut the throat of some of these tenants we had in our building. <laughs> well, here's the thing: in this movie, it's is, human bacon. Yeah. It's <laughs> human bacon. When when I turned sixteen and I hit puberty, I, I said we drank a, a thing of pig's blood together, and it was beautiful. Me and my dad. <laughs> I'm not convinced that Joe Pesci has hit puberty yet. By the it's, way, it's, we'll see what happens in the Irish. My, my dad did the best dark rituals in the basement. <laughs> Every Sunday we would. Make a sacrifice to the demon bowel. <laughs> That's right. I used to have four sisters. Then after one Sunday, I had three. My dad was Bluebeard. What can I tell you? <laughs> this I movie... gotta tell you, the house was prosperous after we sent her to hell. <laughs> Great tidings, Dark Lord. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you for the building, Dark Lord. <laughs> dad, do we bla- do we bathe in the blood now? Is that what we do? We get the kitty pool out. We bathe in the blood. See now, I'm, now I'm into this idea of like a, a Joe Pesci Satanist movie, just yes. because we're not Satanist, but like you know, a, a dark ritual movie because yes. like that's not something you'd see Joe Pesci do. Like you absolutely know what I mean? not. No. Yeah, I'm from Jersey, and I fucking uh, I sacrifice people. I got a cult. What do you want? Yeah, no, what do you want? No one would suspect a thing, you know. <laughs> no, that's actually true. Move it or lose it, Beelzebub. <laughs> you know, like Joe Pesci. Yeah, like 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 a. The police come by, like pull him over. He's got like a bloody robe hanging out of the trunk or something. He's mm. like, nah, I, my kid's in marching band, all right? <laughs> oh, oh I, I'm sorry, sir. Here you go. I got I got the title in case you're wondering. Yeah. What's that? Little Devil. Yeah. Because oh, <laughs> yeah. he's a tiny man. Uh-huh. Oh, and he's like shrugging on it, like yeah. a little <laughs> smile shrug. Like, what are you going to do? I'm in a cult. <laughs> the fuck you say to me, Dark Lord? <laughs> There's like little like lipstick drawn fucking horns on his head on the poster. Oh yeah, totally. I'm scary how? Scary like a like a trip to the dentist or as scary like your mama is calling you at four o'clock in the morning. How am I scary? How am I fucking scary to you? If you think I'm scary like a dentist, I will drill you. <laughs> dance, Alistair Cromwell, dance. Crowley. Crowley. Uh, but this movie is racist as sin. Speaking oh, of- dude, this movie... And from the jump, from it's the racist. jump, this movie, it's... I am an atheist. Mm-hmm. That said, the fact that this movie doesn't use the N-word may be a sign that God exists. Because it is <laughs> scraping at the... This movie so desperately wants to use the N-word. Yeah. You can just... You can, like, smell it coming off this movie. There's, I, there's I made a, a bet with my wife, and I lost. I was like, he's got to say it. He's he gonna had say, to say it. How did he say, not? He's got to say it. There's so many scenes where he has to stop his father, because you could tell he's going to go the there. father, yeah, he's ready to just spit it right out. But we do the thing where we do everything but, which is kind of, it's not worse, but it's really close. It's kind of a seesaw that's exactly <laughs> even. There's one in the, I'm not going to say because I don't know what it means, oh. but there's one in the dining room where I yes. was like, what the fuck oh, is yeah, I that? Never, I never even heard this and one, and I grew up, yeah, exactly. That's the thing, the <laughs> ones that you- what? <laughs> no, I grew up in the Bronx, and you heard a lot of oh, weird okay. Italian slurs. But that's what I'm saying, the ones that you don't immediately know what they mean, those are definitely the worst ones every time. Yeah, exactly. Because they're like a dark ancient evil, you know? <laughs> Dude, it's like somebody says that like they gotta like immediately like go home and sit in the dark because they use such powerful racism. Yeah. Oh, I gotta go upstate and I gotta find some chickens to slaughter. Ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, speaking of blood rituals. You a virgin? Come on, get in my car! Get in my car! <laughs> oh, man, just 
him abducting kids. Sure. And you know how he could do that is dressing like a kid because he spots <laughs> kid height. Dude, no, he, he, he almost finally, does that in this movie, by the way. He was finally doing what he doesn't, what he threatens to do in Home Alone. I'm going to bite off all your little fingers. Oh. I'm going to bite off all your little fingers. That yeah. just, I don't know why. <laughs> he's like, he's just, he's a regular, degular thief in that movie. And then he turns into an old witch and it creeps me out every time <laughs> I, I guarantee hear. you, if he bites you, dude, you can't get him off. No, definitely not. It's like a snapping turtle. <laughs> yeah. You got to like find a way to like get around and like stick your finger in his ass. Like that's exactly. the only way he's going to break loose. <laughs> the fuck you do to me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you have you've got such a small moment of window before it clamps down again. So you got to really Well, yeah, he's like he's like a fucking alligator, man. Yeah. It's not you're not going to get it out of that. Well, you got to look out cuz then he'll clinch his ass to hold you in place so that he could bite you. Oh again. no, Joe Pesci's going into a death roll. <laughs> By the way, we'll get to it when it comes up, but speaking of Home Alone, I think uh, John Hughes was cribbing a little bit from this movie to write Home Alone 2. Oh, oh, oh. I absolutely believe that after seeing this fucking piece of shit. So he, speaking of racism, he's his dad immediately tackles... This is this black tenant that he has. Oh, chases him down in the street and tackles him. And, he, you know, it's this thing like, give me the rent, blah, blah, blah. Where is the rent? And, yeah. you know, um, there's like a lot of stuff where like the little fat Joe Pesci kid. Uh, Here's a question really quickly. Has that little kid actor played young Joe Pesci in something else before? What? Oh, maybe in like, you, you're thinking Goodfellas, maybe the same kid? No, 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 no. Not, not Goodfellas, but God, was there something else where you see like a little kid he, Joe Pesci? I think that kid has played the younger version of another actor Ooh. for sure. Because oh. he looked really familiar and I was like, is this like little Joe Pesci from like Gone Fishing or something? Yeah, ma- maybe. I don't know. We got to look up this little kid now. Let's go to the little uh, kid, IMDb. Kid IMDb. Little IMDb. Little IMDb. Uh, yeah, and the dad just like tackles this. Does he punch this guy in the face? He does yeah. a couple times. Yeah, right. To, okay, to get I the thought money. so. And it's like you know, the guy's giving him all sorts of excuses and blah blah blah. Like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. And like the kid has is like in on it, and like the kid's like shutting down his excuses well, at the same time. Well, no, he's like at first he's like, well, yeah, let him have him. Let oh, give right, him another right. thing. And he's like, oh, really? Well, he. Will affect the amount of uh, what, what allowance. The allowance. It's a percentage, you yes. see. Yeah. And it, now it's three yeah. percent. And then soon it'll be two percent if you let this guy go. And he's yep. like, "Oh, I'm a monster now." <laughs> yep, dude. It's, he turns on a dime. He turns that kid on a dime. Well, he does weird things. Like, you want to take candy out of my kid's mouth? And it's like, I don't know, dude. My kids can't eat, so that's fucking fine. Also, look at this little survive. fucking butterball man. Maybe you shouldn't have so many sweets. <laughs> All right, you want me to read you this actor, the young, the, the kid that plays young Louis' filmography? Please. Is it just the super? Yeah. <laughs> just okay. the super. I was wrong. <laughs> um, so we cut to uh, Joe Pesci's birthday party. And this is where I'm very confused how old this guy is. Because he acts like he's in his early 20s. Like, you know what I mean? Like Or yeah. like yeah. they treat him like he's a kid. Right, because he's like given this building. And yeah. it seems like, a, like, a, like, oh, you just graduated college. Here's your... First yeah, building, like, but he's, it is mid forties. He's like, forty eight years old when this movie came <laughs> yeah. out, but and this he, and he looks every day of it, yeah, yeah. Uh, and maybe a little more. By the way, yeah, sure. I'm actually shocked to hear that he was forty eight <laughs> years old. But he, I think the thing that does it though is this fucking wig that he's got on in this yeah. movie. 
because it doesn't change. It's like you see Joe Pesci's birthday party mm-hmm. and, you know, they're singing happy birthdays blindfolded. They take it off. It's like, happy birthday. Here's your building we're giving you. And then it cuts immediately, like a few years even farther into the future. And now he's like this super successful rich tenant or landlord. And he's got the same, it's just the same fucking rug. Yeah, sure. That I think he was, like, and that birthday party th- scene, I think he's supposed to be like 20-something. Oh, right? I it's, see. So it had been his building. Can I ask yeah. you, is this the first time that a wig got second billing? <laughs> I think so, It dude. might have been? Okay. I think this wig was nominated for something. I will say. Oh, well, why don't oh, we ask the wig? It's in the room today, right? Isn't it? Pl- isn't, it oh, that's right. the fifth member today? Yes, I do. Uh, Joe is fantastic. Uh, total, total professional the entire way through. They wanted to uh, staple me on his head, but uh, Joe insisted, no, no, bobby pins only. He didn't oh, want to nice. hurt me. Uh, let yes. me ask you, did you ever see him bite anyone? Yes, oh, several times. He was a biter. And I, I'm a biter, too. I, I, I almost <laughs> chomped off Vincent Gardino's entire hand. Well, actually, uh, it was actually not just me, but me and my twin, because mm. there is those uh, those <laughs> wig right. labor laws. Of course. You get to my, my twin as You well. can only have uh, horse hair work so many direct <laughs> hours in a row. Yeah, uh, wigs can only work temp to perm. <laughs> oh, you know, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! Nailed it! Oh, yes! You disgust me. I like that one. I'll be honest, okay, dude. That good. one did all it. All right, all right. I was actually nervous when I was saying it. Yeah, you should be. Okay. You know, I originally worked with uh, Bing Crosby. Very professional. But, uh, <laughs> Bing Crosby. Way I'm more a, of a racist than Joe Pesci. I'm uh, 100 years old. I'm a wig. Uh, so... What do you think the lifespan is of a Hollywood wig? Oh, it's got to be. You're throwing it out after really? every Really? One production in time. I don't yeah, think that's that, true. Uh-huh. I think there's some, like most of the cases, they're throwing it out. But there's some that's like that deep ancient evil. <laughs> I mean, this, but this wig's got personality. It's like, it's like the Chris Evans of I fucking I was made out of wigs. a horse that was killed during the adventures of Robin Hood. <laughs> A long tradition. Errol Flynn, he was into some kinky shit. He's a biter, too. (laughs) My family got the acting bug. (laughs) (laughs) I will say that the the hue, which it's a... He's got like a red hair thing. It's the same color yeah. that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's hair is, unfortunately, in Kindergarten Cop. Oh, you're that totally red right. mane. Like I don't know yeah. why we're in the early '90s. Everyone needed to have red hair, especially fucking Joe Pesci I don't and know. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's very uncomfortable to look at this head of hair. I don't know. It's kind of arousing. Yeah, that, that light tint of color there. And you- yeah, give it a uh, Jillian Anderson. That's what it is. <laughs> I like that X Files. <laughs> Yes, I too would like the Gillian Anderson. Who is that? <laughs> you know, I, Nick- I don't believe in aliens, Malta. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just a weather balloon. Yeah, there's got to be a rational explanation. <laughs> I mean, they can't get their ass to Mars. There's no flying saucer. <laughs> You think it's the Jersey Devil. Okay, Mulder. Okay, yeah, Mulder. It's fucking vampires, all right? Yeah, there's a bunch of fucking vampires in this little fucking town. You fucking idiot. Are you trying to tell me there's a human parasite, a humanoid thing in the toilet that comes and eats people from outside the toilet? That's great. That's great, Mulder. Wait, 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 wait. So he turned himself into jelly and squoze through those fucking jail cell bars? Yeah, okay. Okay, smart guy. Yeah, the the autopsy does not suggest this. (laughs) Oh, no, it's a bunch of bees. Look out, Malda. Get to the choppy, Malda. Also, our sexual tension is through the roof. (laughs) 
Get, get down. Get down into my bed. Yeah, Marda, I have some bad news. Yeah, the deep throat was assassinated on the bridge. <laughs> hey, Marda, whatever happened to our son? Did he ever make it or what? Yeah, dude, William lived. Mm. Made it right till that final app. But he's got a red hair in this. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he definitely he's does. Just, he absolutely does. Stage. Here's so, yeah, another thing I, I want to point out because we're talking about Joe Pesci's wardrobe. I'm pretty confident Joe Pesci has worn the same coat <laughs> through his entire career. Just these long, like, wool coats. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a bring-from-home guy. Didn't you read the interview with his coat? <laughs> yes, I've been in a, a long line of Hollywood films. I almost got stolen from a few coat rooms. <laughs> I do think, though, his wardrobe in this movie is hilarious. I do love his outfits in this. His outfits in My Cousin Vinny, there should be an exhibit of all of the clothes everyone wears in My Cousin Vinny. Well, I'll tell you right now, you've inspired something. Because at the Museum of the Moving Image in mm. Astoria, Queens, one of their permanent exhibits is they have, in like color wheel order... All of the suits that De Niro wore in Casino. Oh, sure. You could get the My Cousin Vinny wardrobes and put it right next to it in that museum. The fucking suits that he wears and the outfits that Marissa Tomei has. has, Oh, my God. They should put it in the film museum in Berlin where there's all the dresses of Marlena Dietrich. (laughs) Put Joe Pesci's little suits next to those. Oh, those would be oh, some dude, tiny suits. Travel around the country like they did with Bowie's outfits. There yes, you go. That was a yeah. great exhibit. Uh, yeah. Who would you Joe, Joe Pesci is? Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of an iconic clash. <laughs> Put on these headphones, you'll go inside of a museum, you'll hear different things oh. at different parts. You know, identity's kind of malleable. You gotta <laughs> change it up every once in a while. Yeah, this was uh, one of my suits from Goodfellas. Yeah, oh, that's the mustard stain. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, he's a super. Uh, we cut. He, he, he's given the building by his dad, right? And then we kind of cut to him just being a bad. Well, the thing is, he's not a super. I'm sorry, he's a landlord. He is a landlord. Yes, which, he's, yeah. Or, or specifically, as IMDb uh, credits him, a slumlord. He's most definitely a slumlord. Yeah, for sure. And he's doing the thing where he goes to the building, he walks all the way to the top floor, and then just proceeds to go to every unit, yes. you know, till he makes his way back down to the ground floor, collecting the rent, which is a weird thing. I guess it's weird because, like, I mean, we've all lived in buildings forever now, uh, and have paid rent for quite a bit. But like now you do it either online or you just mail somebody a check or whatever. And There's I mean, I guess generally, this isn't always the case. Like we had uh, one super in Queens that wasn't this. Like it's generally paid toward a management company. Yes, yeah. exactly. And not you're not living, there aren't many privately owned buildings. There's a, there's a few, but you know, usually yeah. dealing with a corporation you of some kind. You meet your landlord, what, twice a year? Tops? Not even, yeah. I've never mm. met my landlord. Well, I've been in the middle of when we lived years. in Astoria, oh, well, okay. yeah, well, we yeah. had a landlord that was uh, would hang out with us yes, pretty yes. much. Yeah, yeah, that dude was like the fourth roommate. Well he, yeah, would just, well, he would come in and be like, I'm doing repairs, and I'm like, I'm really high on mushrooms right now. Could you not? <laughs> Trying to jerk off here, Harry. <laughs> When you first told me that story, and I was so glad I wasn't there for that, because I don't think I would have been able to handle any type of interaction when my eyes were saucers. Fine, you're going to come in and fix the sink? I'm going to fall through this bookshelf. (laughs) Stop asking me what that smell is. You know what that smell is. (laughs) You're very well aware. Chris, remember our one landlord before that when we were also in a story? Gus? Gus. Gus or some gun? Yeah, well, okay, this is a made-up name for the show. Yeah, yeah, But anyway... 
that guy was nuts. That guy was nuts. And he would just <laughs> the random death stare, dude. And he would walk down at night and just like hang out in a, in his cab, like just sit in it and yeah. like smoke cigarettes. Oh, because he was thinking about killing himself. Too. Oh, sure, definitely. Well, you two as tenants. Oh my Absolutely. god, and his fat son. <laughs> <laughs> his fat, useless son, who was always like re- constantly repairing a Ducati motorcycle. Oh yeah, never, never, never rode. And I don't know what he did. Well, I think he, that's all he did. I mean, he would break that motorcycle if he tried to get on it. Yeah, definitely. It'd be like oh the two, those two guys with the cowboy hats and the fucking sunglasses. <laughs> like, I thought I was a fat, useless son. I had a, a super uh, when I was growing up uh, who, uh, A, he's an older Dominican guy, but for some reason sounded exactly like Billy Bob Thornton in Sunblade. <laughs> but yeah, uh-huh, okay. But his thing, he had a catchphrase, literally, because we had a garbage room where you would like, throw out larger pieces of garbage. We had an incinerator shoot where you throw out garbage bags, whatever. I but wish I had an incinerator in this building. Oh, God, what incin- a dream. Just an incinerator, yeah. Dude, an incinerator when you're going through puberty, excellent. Well, yeah, uh, you can get rid of book. all the bodies. <laughs> oh, I was going to say all the pornography printouts. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but but whenever you throw something out like a little bit larger, you'd put it in the. You'd have to bring it down to the garbage room. But he would always complain when you did that because you'd have to haul it out. He's like, come on, man, I'm not Hercules. I can't be doing that. And his thing was always, I'm not Hercules. No matter what, what you can put down, you can put down like a fucking a stack of news. Come on, I'm not Hercules. You can't. Oh, Johnny, Hercules. come on. Why won't you go down on me? Come on, baby. I'm not Hercules. <laughs> Can't you shower once in a while? I'm not Hercules here. Oh Man, God. what a catchphrase to have. I'm not Hercules. I might that co-opt that. <laughs> My, when I first moved to New York. Oh, by the way, uh, an ending to the, a button on that story. They they burned his door down on New Year's Eve. What? <laughs> Just his door? Just his door down. We Who, came back who's from they? The yeah. Royal They? No, some, I think some bad kids in the building uh, burned down his door on New right. Year's Eve. The Sadak kids. Yeah. No, we were out. We were out at a New Year's party. We had, we had an alibi. <laughs> I apologize. You were, I cut you off. No, 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 no. no. I, 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 that's a good. Good stories. Yeah, if, if ever someone needed to be cut off. But when I first moved to New York, I was so poor that I moved into someone's living room. Uh, oh, I remember yeah. that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This dude, Hero, he was staying in New York, and it was a one-bedroom apartment, and I just moved into his living room. We never told the landlord this sure. or whatever. <laughs> so whenever, I guess, whenever he came over, like, the landlord, he, oh, my God, he hated my guts so much. <laughs> He would always like knock on the door and be like, mm, "I don't, I don't like this have funny business, this funny oh, business, funny business." <laughs> funny business. So I've been saying funny business for like ten years, forever. <laughs> by, by funny business, did he think that a you were doing what you were doing, which is subletting out of a living room, or yeah, did he think you I were think it's the B. Yeah, your boyfriends. Yeah, 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 might be that. that. He he would always come over to harass us to see. He's like, "You don't have any pets. You have pets. Pet? No pet in this building." Like no. And he's just like, "Oh, this funny business." I'm sure. I'm sure you're right about the boyfriend. Yeah, he thought you guys were sleeping again. Are you you the shedder? No, no, no. You're the (laughs) dog. You shed. You shed. Funny business. (laughs) So this building's a real fucking dump, man. Like this, this place should be condemned. It's really fallen into disrepair. I mean, it, and it's like an extreme. And I think the thing here is like, they thought this movie was like a social satire. Yeah. But it's just kind of like a racist, bad 90s comedy. Yes. And so the it's whole like thing, racist money pit, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it is racist money pit. That's a great way to describe <laughs> it. It's a thing where like, you know, there's no real running water. All the toilets are clogged back up with like gray gunk. Uh, there's no yeah. electricity in the building. But except for the party apartment. The party apartment. 
carpet is wonderful for some reason. I think it's because it's the ground floor and they might be running cables from another building <laughs> or something. And he, Tito's apartment isn't bad either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they complain about like how the kid has no electricity. Electricity, but the whole, room, the whole place doesn't have electricity, right. apparently. But then Joe Pesci's line, well, neither did Lincoln. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lincoln didn't have electricity. And that comes back later for a good one. You see him, you know, giving Why all of these. Why does the building not have electricity for even like, and I understand like blah, blah, blah. He yeah. does, like, this is when you don't do that horseshit. You do put this guy in prison. Like, you need to, you yeah. don't have 120 days. Do it now or go to jail. Or yeah, be absolutely. executed, I think. They should shoot this guy right in the fucking street. Mm-hmm. I mean, eat the rich, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, on, I'm not. I can't be giving you electricity. I'm not Hercules. Uh, this, uh, Thomas Edison is a funny business. I don't want this uh, electricity. Like I'm trying to fix this fucking Ducati motorcycle over here. Okay. <laughs> That's gonna take the entire day. You know what? A week or two. You know what? Forever. <laughs> He's still doing it, dude. I bet you. You see him like meeting all the. Yeah, this is how we're introduced to the tenants in the building. One of which is uh, Ruben Blattis. And, you know, this is where you have Joe. Like, Ruben Blattis is like, hey, man, where's the electricity? Joe Pesci throws in a you Latins, this, that, the other thing. So you can really smell where this movie's going right away. And then there's another uh, Latino couple uh, that don't speak any English. And he's like, I don't understand. You don't speak English. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. What's going on? They're they're yelling about like the door doesn't work. They're very obviously showing him a broken door. and And his whole like slumlord thing is like, the door wasn't broken when I leased you this apartment. Sure. It only broke after you broke it, so it's your problem. Yeah. It's like a real slumlord thing, but also I think it just carries into a real misunderstanding on the part of Joe Pesci's family about like the responsibilities of <laughs> yeah. owning a building. Like these people don't own these things, motherfucker. You do. You gotta I, fix it. That's this brings up a question. What am I supposed to be laughing at here? That's oh, great, the racism. You're supposed the to be racism? Laugh, you're supposed to be laughing that there's someone speaking a language you don't speak. I'm going to put that in air, air quotes because mm-hmm. you're supposed to be a white person watching this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're supposed to be a white person watching it. And like, they're speaking crazy, crazy Latin language, and that's the joke. That is literally the joke. Can I point out another hilarious joke? Please. When he meets a uh, black preacher mm. after he's done speaking with Ruben Blades, oh, and Joe Pesci, and this is bring out the laughs. He starts singing in like a Paul Robeson impression. Uh huh. Okie dokie, Sam Simon. Whatever you just, say, buddy. Just because I liked Goodfellas? Yeah. Is this what you're selling me, man? <laughs> Jesus Christ. There needs to be like at least like one white guy in the building. One white one or a white family or mm-hmm. something, because it 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 that would like ease the racism and make it more of a class thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. which makes more sense. Yeah. But, but instead, I mean, like, the movie chooses. I grew to, up in a slum. That's the, the, that's how that works. You know the what I mean? The yeah. should have been in this movie. <laughs> we should have been. <laughs> but instead, the movie chooses to have uh, nothing but minorities in this building. So then Joe Pesci can accurately just scream animals at them. Yes. At, then the, later then in the movie, all over we're calling them animals. Yeah. It's, it's, ooh, it's Vincent Gardinia is going off on some deep shit. Uh, well, he's the, the one making up all those ancient Italian <laughs> racism words. That so, dining fucking scene. She's which we're gonna get to. So he 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 as he's 
leaving his building. He's got all his ready. <laughs> he got all the ready. Didn't fix anything. Uh, in enter the uh, the quote unquote love interest or whomever this lady is. Yeah. What's her what's the actress's name? Uh, let me look it up real quick. I hadn't recognized her from anything. Uh, Heather is the character. Heather, so uh, he- the actress's name is Stacy Travis. She's the wife from Funny Farm, and it's mm. funny because this was originally supposed to be Chevy Chase, not Joe Pesci. Oh, Which, oh she, you know who she plays? Power Woman in Mystery Men. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, no, you're mixing up. That's his actual girlfriend, the blonde. Oh, woman. that's who I thought you were talking about. Oh, no, 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 the, no, no, the, no. The, the 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 lawyer or whatever. Oh, 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 oh. Because like he's like getting into his fucking little Ferrari. Oh yeah, look at my little fucking Ferrari. Yeah, Madeline Smith Osborne is her name. Yes, yeah, she she was Chevy Chase's wife in Funny Farm. She comes in. He's about to leave, and she's like, "Are you uh, Louis Kritzky?" He's like, "Yeah, honey. Who wants to know?" And it's like, "Uh, you're serving." With the subpoena because you're a slumlord. You know what I mean? And like yeah, you, she you, works for NYCHA, like New York City Housing Authority. It's like you have to be, you have to show up in court in 30 days or whatever the fuck it is. And then he's like, ah, oh, fuck, this is the dining room scene. And I actually didn't know that Heather, who we just talked about, this woman who played Power Woman in uh, Mystery Men. Yeah. I thought that was his sister. I couldn't get that. So it, did I. Yeah, first. that's what I thought yeah, at yeah. first, too. Yeah. Until later in the movie, he tries to, like, assault her. Because, <laughs> because I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the father does ask her, like, oh, so how far did you go in school? Yeah. And I uh. guess that's tipping us off that it's not his daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's and, true. And um, she says, uh, well, in, in high school, I was pretty buttoned up, but once I got to community college, I let them do anything. Oh, <laughs> yes, Jesus. that's right. It's yeah, pretty oh, kind of funny. Yeah, that's, that's, a funny that's a funny joke. joke. So it's like, uh, and the dad, he's like, oh, my God, dad, they're going to fucking throw me in jail. And he's like, oh, Louie, don't worry about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? slap on the wrist. I've, I've gone through this millions of times. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And it's fine. And I mean, this is the dining room scene. He's like, we're not going to fix those animals' doors or anything. Thing like it's that. not the yeah. word animals. It's some really yeah, fucking deep shit for uh, the purposes of this conversation. Yes, it's, let's it's, just it's a it's a word. And he's it's, like talking about them eating each other back in the day. I I was like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, it's Grand bad. Dragon fucking it, Kursky. <laughs> they're eating each other. Yeah, these animals. Uh, I yeah. put C's on all their doors. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's why this isn't a Trump building, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he wouldn't let that. They wouldn't. There's people let, of color yeah, in it. Exactly. He wouldn't be leasing to people of color. That was the whole reason for the seas. That's true. And then the mother that's just sitting there. This is the woman who played. Uh, you recognize her on Clara Bewitched? Yeah. Oh wow. Yep. Just hanging out in this movie, smiling politely <laughs> with her super racist husband. And that's the thing is, I mean, like he is so racist, and by extension, so is Joe Pesci. And I don't think any of them either, either of them ever get there, like in terms of like redemption, right. anywhere near it. There it's is a, so well, phony baloney at the end when, of this movie, when, though. When young Louis is in the start of this movie and he and the father's beating up that tenant. Yeah. You see, like, there's trying to give Louis a little bit of a heart. Like, he doesn't really want this dude to get. <laughs> assaulted yeah and that's like throughout the whole film where it's just like Joe Pesci is racist and terrible but there's a little part of him that doesn't want to be yes he doesn't want them to die (laughs) I think that's what it really comes down to you can't pay the rent when you're dead exactly yeah that's exactly right the dead can't pay dude where's this stupid treadmill he's on a treadmill in his shitty apartment that's after the 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 sentencing so he goes to trial and the whole time his father's been like you're just gonna get a fine and a slap on the wrist that gets you out of there this judge, uh, who's this a is, black judge, which is very specifically, and yeah. is like, oh no, we got the wrong judge, kind of again, which the dad definitely points out. Yes. Oh yeah, uh, and she says, all right, so this is the Seinfeldian stipulation: you have to live in a unit in your own building. 
uh, and you have 120 days to fix it all up uh, or you're going to go to jail for a year. And then the way the father starts twisting his arm is he says, you know, supers, Kritzkis don't do nothing. So yeah. you're not going to do a thing. You're going to sit there for that 120 days. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, too, is like he's like, you're not you're going to fix You're not going to fix a light bulb. Also, like the thing is, the sentence is that you just have to do it for 120 days. You have to do it within 120 day, 20 days or you go to jail. Right. Yes. Oh, right, 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 right. So like he, he, the just dad Just go to is, jail then. Exactly. Yeah. If you're going to go to jail anyway, just go to jail if that's the case. And the dad is... The threat of this is if he does fix even one light bulb, he's cutting him out of the will and he's not going to get the dad, the rest of the dad's real estate empire. Which is, I think is estimated at 20 million bucks. Which is... It's yeah. like one of those bad, those stupid fucking Twitter polls you see. is like, would you spend a whole day watching the same movie for a million dollars yeah fucking course i would it's a million dollars i did you, participate in that by would the way. you eat nothing but bad food for two days but then you get 30 million yeah of course i fucking what would give, me, like, give me that 30 million dollars right now <laughs> who, are, by who, the are, way. who are these fucking tweets for like warren buffett and jeff bezos be like no we're all starving in the streets you were all gonna do it for whatever it is yeah, yeah, sure. I'd watch The Big Lebowski for 24 hours. Why I would not? do most and all sexual things for $1 million. Oh, name you it. better oh, fucking, fucking name, name it. Name yeah. your price. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Anything goes. <laughs> right so, into the mailbag. <laughs> this is where... Oh, yeah, that's an open invitation. FYI. Yeah, I mean, you got to have the money. We got to see the money first. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want this half... You know, before half, half, half now, half later. No, that's you, a you hand scam. it to me while it's happening. No, yeah. I'm imagining after whatever horrific thing happens, it's a room full of money, uh, and then yeah. Eric sets his half on fire, and it's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's about showing a message. <laughs> he takes all his money out onto a boat, and he just <laughs> lights it all on fire like the beach bum. Uh, so yeah, so this is where he's back at his like penthouse, yeah. and he's like on a portable phone talking to the lady friend, and he gets on this treadmill, and dude, Joe Pesci doing his like fast Joe Pesci walk on yeah. this treadmill, legitimate laugh. Because his dad's like, "We're gonna beat this. You're not gonna spend. It. You're not gonna spend a day in that building. Don't worry about it." And right. then like his dad calls him, is like, "By the way, you're gonna have to do it." And he goes, "What?" And yeah. he like falls. And over. there is this shot that they do it's like pesci pov mm. because you see it like it's his point of view vincent gardini is standing in front of the treadmill yeah and you see pesci go like wah and it's just a camera getting pulled away from vincent gardini and then falling backwards yeah it is stupid as fuck it is great there are multiple <laughs> pesci pov shots in this movie yes. we'll oh, yeah. one later, do you know who shot this no bruce surtees of night moves Oh, oh, is wow. that right? Same guy who shot Night Moves shot the fucking super. Man, Joe Pesci should have had some erect nipples in this <laughs> movie, man. Your erect nipples. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, my nipples are hard. Fuck you. Yeah, but I cut glass with these things. What? What of it? First of all, so then he's like, all right, fine. I'm going to live in this my, my shitty building for 120 days uh, to get $20 million, essentially. I would, A... I'm a millionaire. I'm, I'm getting all sorts of books, magazines. Yep. I'm getting... Mm-hmm. All sorts of entertainment. What, like Penthouse? Yeah. Like, oh, definitely. Well, nothing but <laughs> pornography. But like, he, he's not allowed to leave unless he is going to the, just for groceries and that's it or something like that. That's right. part of the stipulation. Or house arrest. like get people to fix the yes, fucking those place. Which right. also you can totally get around. He doesn't have a fucking anklet. You, you know what I mean? Like, And that's it doesn't true. seem like anyone's checking in on no him. No one's monitoring. It. It's just this one lawyer. But I would load up this fucking apartment with shit. I would bring. And also I would not take my Ferrari there. I would take a fucking cab. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like, why yeah. would you leave your, your Ferrari in this neighborhood? Which why you know would you is leave a, any car on the street at, at all? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's, you know. Especially if you're not allowed to leave, you're not going to, whatever. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now, well, it's just purely so they, you know, okay. the residents of the neighborhood can strip it in a mm. scene that's coming up. So, yeah, uh, he's like so. You, you walk around, you get a feel for like what this apartment is. He's got a backed up sink that like bubbles. This is a fucking terrible line where he's like, "Oh great, I got a sink that farts." <laughs> all of the, do you notice all of these lines? Like he's walking through this apartment. Yeah, it's all terrible ADR. Yeah, well, I thought it was voiceover. I thought so too. There's, there's, there's also parts. there's another moment yep. where you do hear his thoughts when he gets out of the car this before all, he gets in the building, and he's like. <laughs> He's trying to like psych himself into it. He's like, yeah, it'll be fine. You're just going to live here. All you got to do is sleep. It'll go by like that. And I'm like, wow, this this is bad ADR. Yeah. But then it's like you hear there's like a slight echo on it. And then you're like, oh, no, it's his thoughts. Yeah. It'll be like camp. Yeah. yeah. And then when he gets in there, one of the other lines is around the sinking fire. He's like, oh, wall to wall shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Too. How do you not know this? You own this fucking building. Yeah. This movie's kind of a, not, it's a, a hard R a bit. Like, there's no nudity, but like, we're saying fuck. He's all, saying fuck all over it, yeah. And it, it's like, so then who is this movie for? You know what I mean? Like, it, it's... Meet me at 12. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. I don't know why I watched this that much. <laughs> I, I, I really, I, I saw it, I saw it a ton as well. Like in, in watching it uh, last night, I was like, "Oh wow, that part! Oh wow, that part!" Wow, really? Yeah, I just oh, wasn't that's you nuts. about. Um, so yeah, he winds up like he tries to sit down in a chair to go to sleep, and then you know, like a spring pops out right by his head. He winds up like sleeping in a sleeping bag on the floor, and he wakes up the next morning, and there's a little kid uh, sitting in the window looking at him, and they have this whole fucking exchange that is, oh, man. it's quite racist, but the <laughs> confounding line here is, because Joe Pesci's like, oh, what are you going to do? you going to fucking rob me? you here to fucking rob me? Yeah. And he goes, no, I was just curious about you. And I'm like, what the fuck for? Why would you care about this piece of shit guy? I guess because if you basically everything wrong with your life has something to do with this guy you <laughs> yeah, want to yeah. see. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. You get uh, to see the guy that's been fucking you and your family for the last <laughs> 20 years or whatever. But part of that is you're just watching this dude sleep in a sleeping bag. I don't know. It it's was a, just a weird. You know what? And the yeah. way the kid says it, too, is it's just a, like, I was just curious about yeah, you. It's like, a power move. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what's a better power move, though? He should have snuck fully into the apartment and took his shit on the floor. Mm. <laughs> and, yes, or, or piss on obviously. him. Or, or piss on him, yeah. Piss on him, period. Better move. <laughs> oh, yeah, piss on me. <laughs> I'm better. a slumlord, piss on me. <laughs> Take a bunch of twigs, tie them together, Blair Witch style, and just start oh, leaving just them around them. his apartment. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's the move, dude. Fucking oh, psychological warfare. <laughs> this goddamn apartment's got rats. It's got druids. <laughs> Oh, fuck the Blair Witch. Oh, great. Oh, great. Why are you standing over there in the corner? Why are you standing over there in the corner? Get Look your at ass me. away from the fucking corner. Get over here. Get over here. Get out of the corner. Oh, who fucking has the map? Who, who lost the map? Give me the map, Josh. Come on, Josh. Give me the map. Give me the map. Give me the map. I am so scared. <laughs> Don't you turn off that camera. I will kill you if you turn off that fucking camera. Listen to me. Oh, well, you know it won't be so bad. It'll be like camp. <laughs> Go out into the woods. You, you find know, a Blair Witch. 
This is a better remake than that Adam Wingard remake. Oh my Oof, that god, suck. it sucked a dog's ass. And I like Adam Wingard. I'm like, come on. So man. do I. I yeah. was shocked at how bad that movie yeah. was. What a letdown. Maybe it's a stay tuned. Who knows? Yeah. It, there's like nothing there. Yeah. You know where there is something though. This might be a stay tuned for the spooktacular. The Book of Shadows. Joe Berlinger's <laughs> Book of Shadows, dude. I the dare you to make sense of that movie. The, I the Book of Shadows. <laughs> I'll try and see it a third time, dude. I watched most of it on Shutter recently. I saw it in theaters. Ooh. Dude, one great thing that's like shows you the time in which that came out, new metal out the ass. Oh, of on course, man. It was like, nice. like 2000, whatever. Or maybe just the year 2000, probably. That guy should not make narratives because <laughs> that movie sucks. And that fucking Ted Bundy movie fucking Atrocious. sucks. It fucking sucks. That's the Zac Efron one? Or yeah. That? I think Efron's good in it, but like that is an incompetently made movie. Stick to documentaries, please. Uh, so uh, he, he goes grocery shop because he's got his girlfriend coming over. Oh, um, and which, again, yeah, that's another thing. Can I just ask about that? Sure. Aside from like, I guess he wants to get laid. Like, why would you invite this woman to no, this apartment? It's a slum. You can't. I mean, I guess he, he because he thinks like whatever. Like, I just want my fucking dick sucked. Hey, <laughs> I'm Joe Pesci. I want a fucking weird little blowjob. <laughs> yeah, the woman who hates Give you. Give me the BJ. <laughs> Give me the BJ. Give me the BJ. And then he got the world's tiniest blowjob. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> At least, okay, at least a hand job. How about a little handy? How about a little handy for Joe? So uh, he goes he goes <laughs> to get like food and again, like you know what neighborhood you're going into. If you have specific dietary restrictions or stuff that you like, bring it go to Dagostinos on ninety second street right. and bring it the fuck down there. Yeah. But this is another thing though where it's like why why can't he realize like where he is? Like he goes into this bodega yeah. and he's like, "So, uh, what kind of wine do you have here?" I'm like, "It's a fucking bodega, man. Yeah. What are you talking about?" Yeah. And and there's got to be a liquor store in the neighborhood. A number one that sells yes. wine, but he gets like a bottle of like I don't even know like uh, it's like, just like hooch, man. Yeah. It's like a fifty cent bottle of hooch. I did kind of laugh at the bread when he picks up the bread, and it's just a it's solid totally rock. hard. Yeah, it's I kind of love that there's a pool table in this bodega. By the way, it looks that like was a pretty good sweet. Time. What yeah. a hangout, man! Mm, I do. I've seen some bodegas like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Just yeah. You get like a little a little too many people hanging around, and you're like, right. well, what's really going on? Absolutely. Here? Like you go in, a bunch of dudes are like playing cards in the back, <laughs> you're just like, and you're okay, just cool. like, "Yeah, I just need some toilet paper." You guys keep doing your Dude, thing, man. You should go back to one of those places, mm-hmm. walk up to them, and say you want the special. What's the special? <laughs> <laughs> I get th- my throat cut. <laughs> Well, it's like anytime you you'd walk into one of those places in Astoria, those like social clubs. Oh right, yeah, and, soccer know, my ass. Yeah, it's like you know you're just some like fucking shitty millennial white kid. Like, do you have brunch? Yeah. And it's like, uh, get out. No, we Ruja organization. <laughs> <laughs> they need the Italian mafia, like I had. Yeah. That's right, oh, right. the, the Itals. Uh, yeah. So like this dude, the guy working at the bodega has some great line right here. He's like. Well, because Pesci says something like, well, why don't you have any of these things? And the guy's like, because we don't have shitty fucking white people like you coming into the store. Like, whatever the line is. White prick. Oh, then he calls him a white prick. I was like, ooh, solid, solid line, Bodega. All right, right, just give me the Mr. Uptown's wine-like hooch (laughs) and this bread, and I'm getting out of here. Mr. Uptown. Well, that's the thing is, how is he surviving then? Is he just eating this bread this whole movie? Yeah, I'm like a little rat. Because he's never never shown to be eating regular food. I don't understand. Like, other than the scene we're going to get to, like, 
the uh, not just the sink, it's the bathtub and yes. the and the toilet are all filled with water all the time. Where is he shitting and where is he pissing? <laughs> I think it's a fucking Folgers coffee crystal can situation. That dude. might very well be. And then you just huck it out the window. Yep. Total window drop. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's a potpourri. It's a potpourri. It smells delicious. It's like the Middle Ages, man. You're just yeah, I'm shitting your... in garbage bags. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh whatever. Whatever. I'm shitting in garbage bags. Whatever. That I happens. thought we were going to get that, though. My my elderly neighbor broke her hip, and she had to move out of her unit. Sure. And they discovered like that she had no running plumbing for years. Mm-hmm. What? And she was... Going to the bathroom yeah. in garbage bags That's a and taking move, yes. it out to the dumpster. That, wow. Yeah, it's... Dude, nasty. what is the point of having a homeowner's association if they're not catching oh, stuff oh, like so this? Oh, so that's how you learned it. <laughs> <laughs> I was digging through her trash, dude, looking for the goodies. <laughs> and now you shit in baskets all day long. His girlfriend shows up. And right. like, it's one thing to be like, and she's like, oh, this place is gross. Because like, you know, it, it kind of is. And she's yeah. like, oh, this place is gross. And he's like, yeah, yeah, just get inside, get inside. And it's like, well, it would be one thing to be like, you want to listen to a record? You want to, uh, I got some. Uh, but he's like, ah, fuck me. Eh, fuck. He turns into like fucking Robert Blake in uh, 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 fucking Lost Highway all of a sudden. <laughs> well, because his whole thing is like, yeah, I'm in fucking prison. So this is my conjugal visit. Suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm at your house right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, someone picks up the phone. But yeah, so he's just like, yeah. Oh God, that's what he's doing. Yeah, no, I know. It's just disgusting. It's like a little rat person trying to fuck somebody, (laughs) and he's like chasing this woman around the apartment, and she's just like, listen, I just, I don't. He's like, come on, baby, come on, it's my conjugal visit. Let's get fucking. Well, she says something specifically like. What you want me to lay on this? Because he's got like just like not even a futon, like a mat on the floor. It's two mattresses. Yeah. yeah. Like, you want me to lay on that and spread my legs and try not to throw up? And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! Uh, yeah, she's not that. wrong. She's yeah. not wrong at all. I'd be thrown up if I was getting fucked on that mattress by Joe Pesci. And he literally <laughs> says, "Yeah, could I do that? Yeah. It, that would be great." Oh, of course, of course he does. Now, let me pump my little maggot in you. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> Lord in heaven. Uh, I mean, yeah, this is a monstrously disgusting character. I guess he would have a disgusting maggot genitalia. <laughs> oh, he likes you. <laughs> oh, he's got a little quado down there, you think? Oh, yes, definitely. man. Start the reactor. <laughs> oh. And by that, I mean start the foreplay. Oh, God. I'm not Louie. He's Louie. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, Mulder. I believe there are extraordinary things going on. Shredder, I'm your penis. <laughs> yeah. So she fucking hightails it, by the of way. Of course, and I guess they're effectively broken up. Um, and it's like a tragedy. Uh, the kid and him kind of go back and forth. The kid offers to hold his groceries. And again, the kid doesn't really have a complete arc either. You kind of want like... They walk by a guy who's a drug dealer, and that's his dad, and it's like, yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah, you know, it's just so, like, it sets up so later Joe Pesci can kind of do something Noble-ish. baseline humanitarian. Yeah, um, and now this is the basketball scene, because he's just, oh, actually he runs by Ruben Blades. Is it Blades or Blades? It's Blades, I believe, yeah. I like saying Blades. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. it's it's kind of cooler, but I saw a documentary where um, he's saying his name quite a bit. All right, all right. <laughs> well, I don't believe him. I'm going with Blades. 
I don't know, Malda. It looks like his name is Ruben Blades. But he's good. And this is, I love this Ruben is good. Blades. This is, good. this is a good role for him. He is good in this movie. So one of the things, he's, he's doing a little three-card money in one of these scenes. Yeah. And he winds up ripping Joe Pesci off because, like, He's got a dude who's like a ringer, yeah. and Joe Pesci thinks that he's like taking advantage of this guy who's also a ringer, and they rip two hundred bucks from him. And Ruben Blades is like, "Well, I got my rent now," yeah. <laughs> kind of a thing. Yeah, and the kid, I guess, works. He does like deliveries for that bodega, sure. and Joe Pesci, Joe Pesci, like gives him uh, like ten bucks to like take his bag of bread and hooch bottle back yeah. to the apartment or whatever. Um, there's a weird thing here where he's like, yeah, I'm fucking tough. I'm fucking tough. And like a gun goes off yeah. and the kid just stands there and Joe Pesci like jumps into a pile of garbage bags. That's where he belongs. Uh, <laughs> so he's trying to like entertain himself. And then Ruben Blada shows up. He's like, hey, man, we're playing basketball. You want to play basketball? Dude, this is the TV reception thing. Oh, oh right. There's a oh, large God. like bunch of minutes of this movie where you're just, And this is some Pesci POV. Dude, this is what yeah. I was talking about. This is great He's POV. holding this like little portable television so up like, these, trying like, to get reception. So they must have like rigged in front of the camera like these little doll hands <laughs> to be holding this telev- this little portable television. So I brought uh, my do- my daughter's dolly in. And we're just going to... And this one pees a little bit. So just watch they, out. They had some leftover props from Doll Man. And oh, right. Back That's in there. of course. Yeah. But this was the first instance where I started thinking about this Home Alone 2 situation mm-hmm. because Ruben Blades opens the door and kind of like frightens him and Joe Pesci falls off this. He's on a chair yeah. trying to get the reception and he falls like flat on his face mm-hmm. and the television breaks and everything. And I was like, huh, Joe Pesci doing this like physical injury comedy yeah. in a building that desperately needs renovation, sure. eh? And we'll see later where he literally like falls through a bunch of well, floors. I, I'm just saying, I think John Hughes saw Home Alone too. The other thing, well, I, he did see Home Alone too. You, you saw the Super. I saw the Super. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, he yeah, definitely yeah. saw the Super. No, he didn't. Imagine see he it. just refused to watch. He's <laughs> no. like, yeah, I wrote it. Fuck it. <laughs> I think that might be the case. You never know. He was the first one to take his name off it. Then Nora did, and then at the same time was like, enough. No, like that's the other thing is they kind of suggest he's also a gambling addict. Yeah, well, like because he's doing weird. this, and then there's later he's put he, like he wants to put mo- and the three card monty, yeah, and he yeah, wants he to put wants, money oh, on yeah, another thing sub, later. They, yeah, well, they gamble on the basketball game. Yeah, at yeah, one yeah. Point. So the kid, so they brings about, hey, you want to play basketball? Yeah, I'll play fucking basketball. And that's this is when he gets in everyone's favorite outfit. This, this like is polo. Oh my it's god! It's like a polo hoodie thing. It's a with- pol- It's a Ralph Lauren polo hoodie. Then he's got these like sweatpants shorts. Uh-huh. And these big socks that come up like over his knees. And the joke that one of the guys at the basketball court has is totally, he looks like he's about to go practice hockey. Oh, right. Because one of the guys is like, who brought the hockey player? You know what, Chris? You had said that you remember stuff that wasn't in this movie and that there might have been a longer cut. I remember there being, because he's wearing uh, uh, Reebok pumps. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there being an extended pump gag, right? I think you're right. I think really. I think you see him get dressed. I think that's yeah. the thing. And he's like, like, pumping him up. There yeah. was pump gags in everything. I know there was in, <laughs> yeah. in Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yes, of course. So we I lo- wonder if I'm conflating the, the two because yeah, that's, that's kind of the same the, baby shit I was watching at the time. The biggest one is Austin Powers. When With it explodes in his face. In his face. Just mm. say. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We um, loved making those pump jokes. As, yeah. as Absolutely. Do you, do you think this, they went back and cut out the pump joke? <laughs> yeah, I guess that doesn't make maybe, any sense. But maybe. Yeah. Because I, I remember there being more of a conclusion to him and the prosecutor who eventually does kind of have a crush on him. Yes. Towards he definitely the end. does. 
I will say this movie is suspiciously 85 minutes long. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I have a quote from the director that I will say for the end, but he does confirm his first cut to the studio, two and a half hours. You know what? And in that two and a half hour cut, we're using the N-word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you. That Maybe that's sense. why it had to be stripped so much. All the, the constant use of the N-word. Oh, we're going through Walt Disney's whole book on that one. Two and a half <laughs> hours. That means... There, like this is what like eighty six something minutes, eighty five minutes, I think. Yeah. So that's like another one. Yeah, the whole other <laughs> double it. It's almost, double it. It's almost <laughs> as long as two thousand one is space obviously. <laughs> oh shit! I turned into a baby. All right, <laughs> I'll take it. The Stargate. Oh my god, it's full of stars. <laughs> Holy shit! It's full of stars. Give me the monolith. <laughs> So he's playing basketball, and it's like a like these dudes are all laughing. There's this one really tall dude that, that is called the Milkman. That's it's, it's Ruben Blades. His team is Ruben Blades, and this guy named the Milkman. It's like, why do you call him the Milkman? Because I killed the Milkman, which is kind of you know, yeah, it's something. Sort of something. It's a thing. It's, yeah. it's a line of dialogue. Wouldn't it just be because he delivers? Yeah, yeah. yeah what the fuck? Well, well. He, now he does. Like Joe Pesci does well at this game, yeah. and the milkman doesn't. So he's like, "Oh, he doesn't deliver." Oh, oh, right. There's a line that does that does happen. But it's, in this scene, yeah. Joe Pesci dunks. <laughs> is <laughs> is he a Jedi Knight, dude? How yeah. does he do this dude, force jump? Why don't you fucking force bring jump. out the Mary Sue complaints, man? How is Seriously, Joe Pesci good at basketball? I didn't, I didn't see him train at all. It's no. bullshit. <laughs> well, but the, you don't hus- they are him. hustling. They all. Hu- yeah. They are. They are. But you but he is able to he, make shots. Which He's is able to dunk, and you don't see him take off. You kind of just see him, the upper body. Yeah. You see him, like, ascend to the net and hold He's on. But he, I guarantee you. If and you then wa- he hangs on there, and he laughs. like. <laughs> <laughs> if you... If, if, the, <laughs> if there was a behind-the-scenes featurette, it would, you would see, like, the big stuntman oh, yep. lift him up. Like, a, you would give a little yep. kid a dunk. Yep. Like, totally. Here you go. for the Go for the big dunk, Joe. Go for the big dunk, Joe. But it's not, it's not just that, though. It's like he has a real solid understanding of, like, the fundamentals of basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he and Ruben Blades, who have never played basketball together, sure, these two characters are playing for the first time. Dude, they're doing, like, fucking set and pick and rolls like you would never <laughs> believe. And, like, and they are getting hustled be- because like okay that game went so well how about we play another game for money and he's like yeah sure I'm so good at fucking basketball he's doing this baby he's doing this baby thing like we're kicking their ass we're kicking their ass kicking their ass and it's like oh do you want to pay a hundred dollars no let's do two hundred dollars three hundred dollars like it's it goes up and then then they finally start actually playing defense on him and it's kind of fun to watch fucking Joe Pesci get rejected for five minutes dude they there is one nice like this dude like sets a total charge on him and Joe Pesci's like. Like running out of the way, it's like Indiana Jones and the Boulder. It's fucking hilarious. So, but is this a thing that Ruben Blades scams Joe Pesci yes. here also? Yeah, he's yeah. just been scamming him the whole movie. And because they get the two hundred bucks, and then Blades walks away with the other team, and they're all laughing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, he also has a line like during the game, he's like. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we're losing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Remind me of White Man Can't Jump, actually. A little bit. The, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. I'm yeah. kind of due for a rewatch on that movie. Much just, better. Hold me. Well, God, yeah, of that's course. That's a really good movie. Oh, really? Yeah. You want to name every movie that's better than this movie? <laughs> yeah. It's Most. everything but The Birth of the Nation. <laughs> oh. Well, for the time, Chris, it was yeah, quite a technical I, achievement. I, I, I'm sure it was, buddy. Uh, so he's like walking back from having fun with his like sort of new friends, yeah. question mark, whatever. And the fucking dad is there. Uh-huh. 
And it's just uh, another swift bit of racism. He's disgusted because Joe Pesci at this point has hired uh, an electrician to come in and fix all the lights. And the dad is flipping out because there's like a foyer light that's on in the middle of the day. At this point, the dad is trying to get Paul Kersey out of retirement to take care of this building. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, (laughs) dude. Yeah, fucking death wish for the crackdown. How many blacks are in that building? I'll take care of it. Sounds like Christmas came early. You're not going to spend money on electricity, but you're going to spend it on a rocket launcher. (laughs) (laughs) And he is screaming and yelling, and this is like the most uncomfortable New York City sidewalk scene since Godfather. Like, I was certain that this guy was going to take a fucking trash can top and just start hitting people. But it's also, like, super anti-Semitic. He's like, you don't need, you don't need lights during the day? And, like, he's doing this thing. He's yeah. turning the light yeah. off. He's a very frugal landlord in all yeah. of the air quotes you can get. Like, yeah, like totally. guess they're supposed to be Jewish in this? Kritzky, yeah, probably, know. you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, somewhere around here, I don't want to lose it because it's, I want to point out all the times that Joe Pesci's humiliated in this movie, Please. as many as I can remember. Okay. Where he, <laughs> he's got to fucking take his shit and his toilet's oh, backed yes. up. And like, he's got to go downstairs to the neighbor and she like won't let him use the toilet to take his shit. Fucking well, awesome. The great this, line here. Yeah. It calls back to the uh, Lincoln did because he's like, what, what do you want me to do? Shit outside in the middle of the street? Uh, Lincoln did. Oh, you're uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> slams the door in his face. Great. But that's the thing though. So like the, the rule is he can't fix his apartment unless the rest of the building is fixed. Right. But some apartments do have electricity. Some apartments do have plumbing. So then why can't he fix his own plumbing like if, if, if they you could all have to though oh i, mean, I guess yeah. yeah i think it's also a thing where like he has to like service himself yeah. last yes. it's like everybody else oh great i gotta get here. serviced last again <laughs> sorry maggot this will have to wait <laughs> oh no <laughs> littlest lou <laughs> oh, God. and then after he like he shoes the dad away we have a music cue cut here it's joe pesci just standing in the middle of the street Nothing is going on until everybody dance now. <laughs> and it's just like cuts to that evening or something. There's a dance party going on. And he's like just upstairs. He's playing like the ball and the paddle. Like, cause, and again, yeah. like, dude, you're an adult. <laughs> Have interests. Bring these interests to he, this place. He, he, I, it's not a character, right? There's no hobbies. There's no, nothing no. fleshed out about this guy he's besides doing, that he inherited money. He inherited money. Well, that's what rich people are, actually. Right. Right? Yeah, that's, that's all true. they do. They just inherit money and they have nothing they going on behind fucking, their eyes. They're <laughs> fucking useless. They're just preparing a Ducati in the yard for, <laughs> for forever. He's got the like ball on a string paddle ball thing and then he loves doing crossword puzzles. Yes. He's got like a book of crossword puzzles. That's it. And uh, yeah, they're playing CNC Music Factory and he can't, I mean like this is the thing, it's 1991. You cannot resist that beat. It's no, of course I could barely true. resist it in 2019. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was getting off the couch like uh, Bernie, Bernie Lomax. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, speaking of which, dude, this is, it happens twice in this movie and it's fucking unsettling as all get out. Joe Pesci's laying back on his like mattress bed slash couch. Do I, do I satisfy you, maggot, or what? <laughs> he is sitting there and like CNC Music Factory is going on and you see it happens so much in this movie, but twice while he's late, he's doing like lay down dancing. Yeah. And the way they're shooting him is like the camera is like on the floor just staring at Joe Pesci and like you're just getting his fucking hog bulge like <laughs> right in frame and he's like dancing on the couch while laying down. It's very weird. It's maggot first. I mean, it's, he leads with the maggot. And I think at this point, um, 
uh, Ruben Blades is like, hey, we're having a party downstairs. Why don't you come down? He's like, ah, yeah, no, I'm No, really- this is the second party. The oh, first okay. party is he, sn- it's again, him being embarrassed as he goes downstairs. Yeah. And first he's like trying to dance in the doorway and he walks in and then everybody's ignoring him. Yeah, and sure. then he's like banging on the door. And this is where like it turns off for two seconds and he's like, you keep it fucking down. People are trying to sleep. Oh, yeah. And the music instantly comes back on and they start dancing again. Another great humiliation. Is this when he falls through the floor? I think or is that later as well whatever it happens at some point he falls to the floor this is when we get a new wig by the way because he's got like this, he looks like Frankenstein for a second because <laughs> like it's supposed to be like frazzled so they had to put it they had to get a different oh, wig yes so, I you know me as Joe Pesci's wig this is when I brought in the stuntman the stunt, <laughs> stunt wig See, I thought he got replaced they didn't like him anymore Rod Daniel was like get me a new one <laughs> Well, I had the flu for a week, and I just couldn't shoot, so we had to bring in the other week. <laughs> they had to and, cut around me. And then when Nora walked, I walked. <laughs> Listen, if Nora's, got, Nora's script, it's right here, you guys. If we're not shooting the script as Nora wrote it, I walk. They brought in uh, one of Bruce Willis's wigs to uh, replace <laughs> me on the set, and uh, you know, he did a good job. I'm not going to talk shit here. Are these rewrites? Sam, are these rewrites? <laughs> I'm walking. <laughs> Uh, wig walking around. <laughs> You're right, though, Steve. This is where he goes back upstairs yeah. and he starts like stamping on the floor, and he fucking falls through two stories of this yeah. apartment building. Falls through the floor, and then it's the same Latin couple from the beginning, and there, the, there's like a moment of because like, he falls through like their dinner table, right? And like they're all staring at each other, and he goes, "It wasn't broken before you did it," and right. it's like that's the gag, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's, then they also erupt into the Latin language again, which yes. is like, "Oh my god." What is what is going on? Well, they're talking. So that was fast. such a joke for so long. Yes. Like just the oh, like just anyone speaking any other language. Like uh, Japanese was a huge joke. Like if you got right. somebody just speaking mm-hmm. Japanese in right. a movie, right. That was a joke. Right, and they all had cameras too. Yes, exactly. Um, the um, and he's getting more repairs done. And I just I don't understand. Like the point of it is like, yeah, you have to do those repairs, or else you're going to go to jail, dude. Like, like, but he wants to hang point. on to the real estate empire. Like uh, he's sort of willing to do time to get the rest of this fortune. The lawyer love interest comes by, by when when they do rewire the electricity and yes. he says like, oh, you want to see my agenda? And he points to maggot. <laughs> <laughs> but what's insane about that is after. It's an exchange in where a man has said, do you want to see my agenda? He points to his fucking dick and laughs. And then this woman walks away. When we see her walking towards the camera, she does one of those like half smiles like, that guy's kind of crazy, but he's (laughs) charming though. And I was like, no, movie, no. He's four foot tall, 60 years old and wearing a wig. And he's like, look at my dick. Yeah. And it's somewhere around here too where he's talking about like, oh, my body. Like you come in, you can come into my house and see my body. And he dresses like the baby from Adam's Family Values. (laughs) He really does. Dude, that's so funny, Kevin. The cut of the clothes are not really flattering. He has some of these sweaters that I made a note that he's dressing like Uncle Fester. Yeah, <laughs> he's got some of these big baggy sweaters yeah. on, and he's kind of like hunchbacked for he, some he reason. He says something like, "Like you're drawn to me like a moth to the flame." <laughs> like, oh. like you got a great body, you know that. You know you got a great. body. I got a great body. Oh, too. that's what he says. Yeah. Oh. When does he say that she has got legs like chapstick? That's, that's early. Way early. That's like the first meeting. Yeah. Yeah, because he's like, "Who are you talking if about? You oh, s- that brought over there legs like chapsticks." You saw me naked. You think I'd have a great body? That's oh, that's right. Yeah, if you, you saw, saw me, me naked, naked, he says too. Looks like uh, melted cheese. 
<laughs> also, by the way, during the trial, he was doing kissy faces at it. Oh, oh right. definitely. Which is like yep. really fucked up. That's some Ted <laughs> Bundy like, shit, dude. Honestly, heinous. Like, do not do kissy faces, especially not in a serious matter. But, and you, you, the, 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 uh, my agenda right here, honey, is when he's talking to the exterminator, right? Dr. Death and him and Fred Luchter are just talking and like. <laughs> He's talking about how the Holocaust definitely didn't happen. Yeah, sure, for sure, yeah. I mean, test the paint in the walls of this building. There's no way there was gas. Oh, my God. Holy fuck, Dr. Death, the movie. Man. Man. Mr. Death, it's fucking oh, amazing. Oh, Mr. Death. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's an Errol Morris documentary. That movie is something else. It, really it takes a couple turns, that movie. Just a yeah. couple. Well, the, 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 the exterminator only comes on because we get one more POV shot of Joe Pesci sleeping. Oh, right. And there's a big rat in his face. And then you hear lion roars. I think it's a dream, isn't oh, it? okay. Because they do a thing really? where, like, it... There's a transition where everything sort of goes out of focus yeah. for a second, and I thought that was supposed to be like... No, I think it's uh, just him waking up. Oh, yeah. is that what it is? Yeah, he's waking oh, up okay. to a rat. It's yeah, just it's a l- stupid movie. Yeah. <laughs> this was the one that really... T- this really brought all the memories back. Oh, yeah, I remember this one. I thought that was funny. Roar? As a little kid, I was like, that's funny. You know yeah. that rat? That's funny. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> and somewhere around here, speaking of taking odd turns, this movie tries to get a little emotional. Yeah. Where uh, it's freezing out, and Joe Pesci has purchased a space heater for himself. Yeah, and he's in the apartment, and all the neighbors are banging on the door, like the radiator's broken, yeah. like we're all freezing. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, go back. What do you want me to do about it? It's cold out. It's winter, or whatever." Yeah. And then, so he's got his sleeping bag in the space heater, and he like turns and he's warming his ass on the space heater, yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah." And then he warm my maggot. <laughs> He looks, and the little kid is sitting in the window, like seeing him doing it, and like does like a mm, like kind of like shakes his head, and then Joe Pesci's looking sad here, and I'm like, oh no, don't try to humanize the super. Oh, that's what happens, <laughs> no, and then yeah. he buys space heaters for everybody. They're coming out right. of a big truck, and his dad. This is like one of the bigger confrontations, but I'm like, you put even one space heater in this fucking fire trap? Dude, yes. forget about it. Exactly. Not a, let alone if you're heating the entire building at once via space and heaters. how does this work? Like, are you paying everyone's utility bill? Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, also, after 60 minutes of this, because there's 20 minutes left of the movie. Sure, we're getting there, thank God. Yeah. You would, this movie would have to be three years long for me to actually believe he becomes a better person. Yes. And it just turns on a dime like oh, that. Oh, it turns on a real fun funky dime in just a few <laughs> scenes we'll get to it but this is great because this is where like joe pesci finally sort of stands up to his dad and he's like you know like just get out of here like let me handle this this is my building yeah. let me do it my also, way Also, i don't want to go to jail also that uh but this is where like the dad's like yelling at all the tenants like put those back put the would you steal that put that back and the kid calls him a fat fuck <laughs> oh no well hilarious. he well he calls him buckwheat first he's like oh, oh what are you right. talking about buckwheat and he goes who you call buckwheat you fat fuck yeah oh. which is a really good one and that's yeah. where the r rating pays off a yeah. little kid <laughs> saying fat fuck is hilarious uh at this point also like as he's becoming human uh the kid uh, is he kind of like walks outside and he's watching like there's an argument with the grandmother and the oh, father. Yeah, he, the the father is sli- buying him a bike. Right, he's sleeping and like the argument from downstairs wakes him up and yeah. he goes to check it out. And it's like, yeah, the great like because the little kid lives with his grandmother yeah. and the dad's trying to like give him this bike and she's like, no, I know how you got that bike. Yeah. Get out of here with this. 
And, and Joe, yeah, Joe Pesci's all like, you know, if you if you took if she let you take the bike, it'd be like saying what how he got that money was good, right? Yeah, and that's why he can't do. But, and then there's a good confrontation yeah. back and forth about like, well, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. You, all of your money is ill-gotten. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, your dad deals in misery. Like, yes, so do you. Do. But that <laughs> is erased at the end of the movie where he, he, he the super buys the kid a bike, and it's just like same thing, same, same yeah. fucking yeah. thing. Like, but it's it's justified because uh, they're like, there's a little whisper exchange, like, don't worry, I won't tell anybody how I got this bike, and it's like. Uh-huh. Yeah, all right. Whatever. Listen, drug dealers are way more noble than slum lords. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Drug dealers are way more noble than our current president. Absolutely. Yeah, every one of them. So here it is, though. This is where this movie has the formula for how you erase racism and racist thoughts oh. and tendencies in a rich old piece of shit white guy. Oh, let me get my pen out. So here, everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All you have to do... Okay is put this man in a room with other peoples of color and just play MC Hammer's can, can't uh, You Can't Touch This. Not only that, though, you have to appeal to like the square dance in his blood that everyone yeah. has to be in a fucking row. <laughs> yes. And this is how parties commence. <laughs> it's insane. They're like, all so, uniform. They're dancing in uniform. It, yeah, this is where Ruben Blattis is like, hey, uni- we're having uni- a party. Why don't you come downstairs? Yeah, he's and, already, now he's doing the right thing. He's giving them uh, right. heat again, etc. He gets the invite. So yeah. he goes down there and they dance to like the entire higher you can't touch this yeah and then it's fine because this is the end of the movie they are doing line dancing That's, eric they're, yes, like, they're, they going in, they're almost doing the electric slide it's, kind it's of very it's electric, electric slide, slide. Yeah. also yeah. i saw some achy breaky heart moves going on there <laughs> and like he's like yeah i'm doing a great dance and he calls up the lady uh, uh the uh his uh oh the lawyer the lawyer yeah. and he's like hey why don't you come down see my maggot and she's like no thank you i've had a really long day and come like, on it'll sing for you it'll sing for you my maggot's good now it brought everybody here Turn on the reactor. <laughs> <laughs> All this weird synth. Every time Joe Pesci puts his pants down, weird synth starts playing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He has a. I mean, he he is dancing in this scene when he hangs up the phone. He's like out in the hallway on the on the call. Yeah. When he hangs up the phone, he goes, "All right, I'm coming back." Yeah, and it's like him jumping back into a pool. Yeah, and it, but the th- she says, "I can't. I, you know, I've been so slammed with all these these things that I'm doing. I couldn't even make it to the office today. I've just been like so swamped. But oh, maybe right. next time. Blah blah blah. Right. And she pointedly set, calls him Louie uh-huh. instead of Kursky for the first time. Says, all right, maggots getting wet. Maggots getting wet. Maggots getting wet. I wish you guys could see Chris Kevin dancing while he's saying that. Wet it's mag. pretty cute. I have to do the maggot dance. I'm just thinking the about little that, maggot dance. That like sweaty quaddo. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, Start and- the erection. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to take a while. I'm in my mid-40s, okay? <laughs> All right? Uh, he, Put that hammer on repeat. <laughs> he winds up. He goes to bed, right. and he's wake, woken in the middle of the night by his dad. He's like, Louie, Louie, uh, your sentence is over. We got, we got to go. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? This is a weird thing. I was confused about the terminology that they're using because throughout this entire ordeal, the dad keeps saying that the way he's going to get him out of this situation is he's going to get him off on bail. Yeah. And I'm like, you're past the point of yes, bail in, here. He's been sentenced. Yes. 
It's happened. It's over with. It's house arrest. There's no bail. Yeah, it, it was very confusing. But this, he says it again. He's like, oh, the bail came through. Let's get out of here in the middle of the night. Well, I guess that's probably been his yeah. scam from this the was, jump. But this is, yeah, this is fake because this is where right. he had, the father hires an arsonist, right. professional arsonist. And the guy's like, don't worry. Like, it's only going to be a roof fire kind of a thing. No, he wants to burn this building. He wants to Absolutely. kill everyone. In the, he wants to commit yeah. mass murder yep. because he doesn't view these people as people. But and what's it's okay. And I mean, it's crazy though, yeah. man. The dead can't pay. It's true, but <laughs> the devil in the basement told him to do it. <laughs> so, like, they're in the car, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got you out on bail. I uh, gave it to that uh, girl you, you're always talking to." He's like, "Wait a minute, that was today. She wasn't even work today, Dad. What's going on?" And he's like, yeah. "It would be a little fire. It's a little fire." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and the fact that like he doesn't even. Like have to spell it out for Joe Pesci that much leads me to believe this is not the first time this dad has oh, turned a burn like are you this. Kidding me? He yeah. knows an arsonist. You yeah. know what I mean? He knows yeah, that's this true. guy. He's got the guy in speed dial. Maybe. Exactly. It's just it's, it's happened before. <laughs> he refers to him as my arsonist. <laughs> oh, he does beautiful work. Beautiful work. This guy could burn a building. <laughs> oh, he's an artist. He's a true artist. Uh, so do you he... need to do something illegal with your building? Hire Giuseppe Barbadaro and Sons <laughs> arsonist professionals. <laughs> Cigarette in bed? No problem. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he runs back up to the roof. There's this scumbag up there getting ready to light it up. It looks up. like Elias Codius a little bit. I thought it was at yeah, first. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but, yeah, so this is he has the big confrontation with the father. And then, like, everybody from the or at least the main characters of the building are right. standing behind him. like Everyone hey. with a speaking line. And he's like, hey, don't burn us alive. And he's like, what, you people? And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it's weird because Pesci has to, like, he goes out and, like, apologizes to the dad. He's like, sorry for embarrassing you back there, Pop, but uh, you were going to murder, like, 40 people. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, kids in there and stuff. It's, uh, it's pretty dark. Yeah, I was like, sorry to embarrass you. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, then the father now knows his son is lost to him and is just like, well, if you need me, goodbye. Yeah. Well, that's a thing that should happen and doesn't is, like, he should confirm, like, that he's fucking like out of the will, yeah. right? He yeah. sort of doesn't do that. I mean, I'm going to give all the money to to Eric. All right, you're, you're out of the will. <laughs> they should have like there was an earlier scene where he says like you're brainwashed like Patty Hearst. Oh, oh right, yeah. right. So oh, okay. I don't know. They, yeah. He should have just mentioned that he's under the spell again with these <laughs> poor people. I kind of love the arsonist because, like, Joe Pesci's like, you got to stop it. You got to stop it. He's like, fuck you. Oh, and right, then the yeah. father comes. And he's like, okay, okay, stop it. He's like, oh, I already got paid. Yeah, so totally. Later on. I could have killed 60 people tonight. I could have not killed 60 <laughs> people tonight. I got three grand. Oh, we yep. have a 24-hour cancellation fee. Yeah, yeah. oh, totally. <laughs> what amateurs paying a contractor? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Just deport them. I don't understand. I would have You've deported him. Deport, get him out of here. It's very quick. It works all the time. What the movie should have done, though, is the dude, like, does it. And then it's a thing where Joe Pesci has to be a hero and, like, get the people out of the building. I think that's what Trump actually is. Why do we go to Mexico? I got a couple of guys. We just set a fire. Burn it down. Don't worry. <laughs> These are my tricks of the trade. Yeah, totally. You, hey, how do you think that fucking fire in Trump Tower started, dude? Mm, oh, yeah. What do you think we were yeah. trying to erase there? <laughs> just connect those dots. Yes, the sequel to Art of the Deal, Art of the Condemned. <laughs> <laughs> so peace has been made in the building. The movie ends like that. Absolutely. Well, this movie knows it's got to get out of town, man. <laughs> Speaking of pulling a burn, this movie's got to get out of here. Like, the arson, arsonist scene happens. 
big wipe, and now it's the end of the movie. And the building is fully renovated, yeah. paint job out front, the whole nine. Ruben Blades, who's had like nine lines in this movie, unfortunately, is like, he's the new super. That's it. Which is the movie building should have had a super to begin with. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And this is a thing, like, he's trying to leave, and they're all talking to him like, you still didn't fix this, you didn't fix my blah, blah, blah. And he's doing the like, well, it's not my problem, it's not my problem, don't talk to me, it's not my problem. Talk to Ruben Blattis because now he's your super. Tricked you for a second. I'm still a nice guy. Okay, okay, okay. It it is weird though, yeah, because there's this dynamic here where everyone still kind of hates him. Yeah, yeah. which I guess is justified. That's actually a smart point that the movie. They're not like, oh, he saved us from his father's arsonist. But also, my my kid froze to death last year. (laughs) Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But I expected everyone because it's a bad badly written yeah, movie to be no. like kissing his ass. You're dude. totally right. But I think these characters remember that they've been shitting in garbage bags for the last <laughs> yes. year. So it's like, sure, you didn't burn us to death, but I've been shitting in a bag for the better part of a calendar year. And they're like, oh, we got you a present, which is your car back. Right. The car is yeah, fixed back put up. put it back together. Or did they? He pulls out and the whole gag, the last gag of this movie is a dude runs from across the street like, hey, who took, where'd my car go? And the whole building goes, it went that away. Yeah. Freeze frame on a bunch of people pointing. And Give then- me the rent. Give me the rent. Oh, rent, rent. Give me the rent. Dude. Give me the rent. Oh, God, that's oh, terrible. It's, it's good. <laughs> oh, 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 well, it's good. You know what? It's, it's good. It's good. Hey, it's are you good. listening to uh, Joe Pesci rap on, on the Super album? Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. It's the, the kid, it's Tito. It's Tito the kid rap. Tito yeah. raps yes. the, the verses. It's just they're sampling Joe Pesci going, give me the rent. Give me the rent. Give me the rent. And it's like the Superman. He's going to do this and that. And he's going to. And like, remember that joke from yeah. the movie, The Super? That yeah. happened, too. And what's crazy it's is this good. is two weeks in a row now where we have a titular theme song ending the movie because Ghost of Girlfriends Past last week did the same fucking thing. Thank yeah, you, man. Matthew Sweet. But the, oh, give me the terrible. sex. Give me the sex. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the funny the kid is like he's like doing this rabbit. This kid's like nine years old and he's like, you know, me and me and the super hanging out with all these sexy ladies. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> you two are fucking together? What's going on? Dude, deleted scenes, man. Two and a half hour cut. And when he sees Maggot for the first time, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking orgy. Me and Maggot dancing the hammer. <laughs> We're doing a bacchanal, baby. Oh, yeah. Give me the rent. Give me the rent. Give me the, give me the, give me the rent. Having okay. sex next to a little kid. It's not molestation because I'm, <laughs> I'm next to him. Give it a ring. Give I it almost ring. just spit out all this water everywhere. Holy shit. Oh my God. That's it hurt. Yeah. It hurt. Sorry. They're implying that they're having sex near each other. You yes, listened to right. this song way closer than I, I did, did, dude. I just had to hear the remixed Give Me the Rent. And I was like, Ow, I'm and, fucking checked out. And like his fake crying is also part of me. Like, it's fucking terrible. No, no, it's. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's good. Fuck, that's the end of this movie. The, the your favorite childhood movie, apparently, all three of you. <laughs> yeah. Would, um, would any of you recommend it in 2019? It, it does not hold up. It's it's also just a mess. Like either he should get with this woman or not get with this she woman. She disappears. Would, she just is gone. Why isn't yep. she even at the end 
Right? She's not exactly. at the end. Nope. The last scene is her just like talking in bed really tired. Like, I yeah. don't I don't want to be in the movie anymore. You know what Yeah, guys? it's fine. You can finish without me. Yeah, it, yeah, but it's a mess. <laughs> it's super racist. Um, and I think that it, th- it knows it's super racist, but it thinks it's doing the right thing, question mark. Absolutely. Yeah. It thinks it's bridging the gap between the races <laughs> or something. It's like, look, I stopped the race war with the super. <laughs> Step aside, Spike Lee. Here comes a real solution to all. All of our problems because the super is what's really saying something. The only way that that does happen is if they burn down their penthouse afterwards. Like the movie <laughs> yeah. ends, yeah. he dresses like, "Well, Ma, it was a really nice time." <laughs> oh no! He, he walks in, he shoots his father in the head, starts pouring gasoline <laughs> yes. all over their fucking high rise, their their fancy While, uh, house. Give me the rent. Give me the rent. It's <laughs> playing in the background. <laughs> Dude, better movie. That's yeah. That's me. No. Uh, yeah. Big no. I, I also watched this a hundred times as a kid and. And uh, it, it's unbel- I, I am deeply embarrassed. Oh sure, <laughs> and yeah. I still and like I really do not know what you're supposed to be entertained by in this other than Joe Pesci's delivery. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's, fun. I mean, he's a star. I mean, this is actually the first movie he ever got top billing for. And right. it's his worst performing movie of the time. It's like well, eleven million this made. Yeah. Wow. Out of twenty-two million budget, so yeah. that's a bad. Not good. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I also wouldn't recommend it because it is, you know, like wa- you watched it a ton as a kid, and now you watch it as an adult, and you're like, wow, this is a blight on humanity. Yep. <laughs> it's, yeah. Now this this will forever be a one and done for me. I know that I've spent a large chunk of my life. Wasting time watching bad movies repeatedly, but I'm thankful that this was not one of them. I couldn't believe what I was watching. <laughs> I was like, "Yep, that's it." Was good that you acknowledged that was a stupid-looking VHS box cover, and you ignored this movie for the better part of thirty years because this is fucking trash. Well, it's even worse because they cut out Maggot's musical number at the end. Oh yeah, totally. hello my baby, hello my honey. Hello, my <laughs> now, Chris Cabin, you have quotes from this director. Oh right, this dude had some stuff to say but, about this. While movie? you're getting that quote out, um, yeah. Tweet us shrugs, poster shrugs. Yes, you're just talking about the poster. There at, has to be at WHM podcast. Uh, yeah. Hashtag movie shrug. Yeah, and we'll we'll retweet was them. John Leguizamo shrugging on the cover of the past? I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna no, he wasn't. No. He was like up, like up close to the. He was like oh, presenting. Camera yeah, was you're high right. angle. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like he a turd eating smile on him. I want to see those. I want to see those shrugs, Mister. Show me those shrugs. Show me the shrugs. Uh, so I have two quotes here. Okay. Um, this is uh, Rod Daniel. Both of them. Uh, this is him responding to uh, his career in general. <laughs> now, it, keep in mind. Oh, hang on, before we go any further, this man has passed away. So let's yes, okay. make sure we're being respectful. Here. Oh no, no, I mean, <laughs> respect oh, the on. dead, even I'm though they qu- can't pay. I'm quoting the man. Uh, it's going to sound like a cop out, but when I retired, I never thought about these movies. <laughs> Does that answer your question? <laughs> I don't. I don't rank with the greats. I made these fucking movies because I could and because they paid me a great deal of money. Because I could. He's this guy fucking? rules. This guy fucking rules. Yeah, this Wait, is awesome. Did he Wait. say fucking? Is that in the quote? Yeah. Oh, it's wow, a, it's well, expl- okay. expletive. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, which is not to say I didn't believe in what I did, but I hold no illusions. I wouldn't buy a ticket to any of my movies. <laughs> <laughs> this guy rules. Okay. And this is the longer one, but it's all about the super. Well, we need to hear it. The super? Perfect example of what I'm talking about. (laughs) I took the movie knowing we had script problems, but if you have script problems, you're not going to solve it during production. The problem was Joe Pesci wasn't a fish out of water. He was a fish in water. That was the problem. Larry Gordon, the producer, said to me originally, look, 
get Chevy Chase, put him in the ghetto. That was the concept. Oh, but it was yeah. too pat. Take a really white guy and run him through the standard jokes about gangs and rap music and since it's Chevy, comedy's there. I think he's right, though, because Joe Pesci is like a little scrapper dude. You could picture him in an urban environment, obviously, sure. good fellows and whatnot. Sure. Yeah. But if you get like an upper crust dude, mm. you know, like playing it super white and corny. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, You're, my word. Yes, yeah. Exactly. But instead, he's just like this racist guy from the neighborhood. Like, right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 He's the dude who's still there complaining about how the neighborhood used to be quote exactly unquote. i remember sitting in my suite at the regency new york with cards from the fucking script all over the place <laughs> and nora efron who wrote a lot of it curled up in a fetal position during the uh, under the dining room table oh my God. <laughs> it's going to uh, da, 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 da. uh we could not solve the problem at the center of this movie so we just started shooting it. <laughs> and you can't do that. Be- but you get in the bubble of a movie. I mean, I gave the studio a two and a half hour cut. Can wow. you imagine two and a half hours of the super? You'd shoot yourself in the head. Oh, my God. And see. Hold on a second. This guy's the best director of all time. I love it. This dude rules. But I keep loving it. I was like, you can't do this. No, no, don't do what I did. No, yeah. please. I did this. Do not do this. This dude's Awesome. He was he was trying to leave a cautionary tale behind. Yeah, he was right. Wow. Damn. Where did you find those? He what? was in an interview because uh, he moved to Chicago at the end of his life, and uh, the Chicago Tribune just did a, a, a catch up on him. That's fucking so awesome. <laughs> Speaking of Goodfellas, though, there was one other thing that I was kind of laughing about because there is a bunch of like Home Alone business in this movie, but also when you see Joe Pesci walk into like. An unfurnished domicile. Yeah. I was like, he's gonna get shot in the head. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. which would have been fucking awesome. Oh man, that is the super from 1991, directed by what turned out to be an awesomely frank dude, Rod Daniel. Uh, if you want more We Hate Movies, check out Patreon.com/slash We Hate Movies. Yeah, you'll get our Serenity episode, oh, which yeah. people are really liking. You'll get our Pokemon Animation Damnation. Just in time for uh, Detective Pikachu, you've got uh, other stuff on there as well. Well, we finally have the uh, the Gleep Glossary entry right. on one of the best. Greedo, Greedo we're do, we've got a, a long one on Greedo. And you, if you, and you unlock that $8 level, not only do you get the commentary tracks we've done on, on films like Twilight and The Nexus, our Star Trek podcast, this Gleep Glossary includes... Uh, you know, we've got so Greedo on there. Greedo, Pondababa's showing up. Yeah, we've got a couple of them, and they're a lot of fun. So check it and, out, Star Wars heads. And the second you you submit to any of those levels, you get all of the stuff that came before it. Yeah, the entire right, exactly. archive. All the yes, our, our archive and and exactly every single thing we've ever put on Patreon. Sometimes people are like, "Oh, I don't know if I'm going to sign up if I'm just getting stuff that you released this month." No, you get everything we've ever done. Right. Now, here's the deal. We are starting next week a beloved tradition here on We Hey Movies, the summer blockbuster extravaganza. Yeah. Uh, so, Steve Sadek, what are we kicking off this year's SBE with? Uh, G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra. Now, yeah. is this the sequel or no, is this the this first one? This is the one? first one. This is the one with Joseph Gordon. Retaliation's the second one. Okay. This, that's so the, they kill everyone that's in this movie. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> oh, that's right. They do, you want to talk about pulling a fucking burn, man, an arsonist. <laughs> He's like, we've got, we got this fucked up franchise. Well, what if they all burned in a fire? So until next week, with the rise of Cobra, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. <laughs>